Hello and welcome to Dragon Taming with me, your host, Carter Rain. What I wanted to do on this episode is introduce myself, tell you a little bit about the story, introduce the entire podcast, what we're going to be doing, share with you a little bit of ground rules that I'm hoping everybody can play by, and maybe answer a few questions along the way. So basically, the beginning part of this is going to be really raw and really honest. I told myself that when I had 10 people ask me in one hour if I had a podcast, that I would record one. And congratulations, that happened last weekend. So I was going to use my ADHD and hyper-focus and try and figure out everything I needed to know about making a podcast. And then at some point, I said, fuck it, we're just going to send it. So this is me sending it. It is after 7 o'clock at night here, and I have worked a full day, but that's not going to stop me from keeping my commitment to myself to get this thing rolling. So, it's going to be raw, it's going to be real, it's probably going to be really choppy, and if you don't want to stick around for it, that's totally okay. So, first things first, who am I? Hi, like I said, I'm Carter. I am a longtime dragon slayer turned tamer, which we'll get into. I work as a full-time coach. I am a man on a mission. I also cuss, too, when appropriate, not in excess, except for certain days, but that's, you know, just being human. I am a 24-7 leader. I am a self-development addict. I am a high-integrity person. I live at a 10 out of 10 integrity every single day that I possibly can, and I am a powerful lover. I give everything that I can to the world that I have the honor of living in, and part of this podcast is to continue to do just that. So, let's talk about the why. Why this podcast? Yes, I mentioned I'm a self-development junkie, which means I also consumed a lot of Simon Sinek. So when I began to sit down and do this, I started with why. Why do I want to do this? Why do I want to take time out of my day to plan it, to execute it, to edit it, to do all the things? Basically, at the end of the day, it's a gift. I read the book Go Giver one time, and I really believe that what we put out into the world comes back to us. And I don't want to gatekeep the information that I have had the honor of receiving along my journey, and I want to share it with the world. And if it helps one person, it will have been worth literally everything I put in. The second reason why I'm doing this is because it's going to be free, right? A lot of times people can't afford coaching. They don't have the time for coaching. They don't know I exist. There are no more excuses. Once you've found this podcast, all of the knowledge that I'm going to be sharing is everything I share with my very high-end one-on-one clients, and you now have it, which means the excuses are over. At this point, Knowledge is just your curse, and it's going to continue to remind you that you could be taking action, you could be changing the world, but you're not. So now, no more excuses. And then the third reason why I'm starting this podcast is because writing it out is very tedious for me. I'm much better on my feet, I'm much better when I'm talking and living into it. Writing it out, I've tried it, I tried the newsletter thing, it never works, so here we are. So let's talk about ground rules. Basically, there are no rules. I want you guys to play. I want you to come to play with me. I want you to play in the world. I want you to play in your workspace, in your relationships, because when we approach life with a little bit of play energy, everything changes. So there are no rules on this podcast, but there are some ways I like to play, and I'm going to invite you to play along with me. The first thing I like to do is play with gratitude, right? Don't try to change something unless you appreciate what you've already got. I love the comments. I want the feedback. Let's appreciate what we've done so far, and then let's build on top of that. The next thing is play with discretion, right? Take what works, leave the rest. I'm going to piss some people off. I'm going to say some things that might be wrong. I might be recounting statements. I might be changing my mind about things as more information becomes available. But at the end of the day, what I give you 
is my gift to you. What you do with it is your responsibility. And if it doesn't align with you, let it go. Go play with somebody else, right? The next one is play full out. Whatever it is, whoever it is, however it happens, I'm into it. If you want to share your experience, if you want to be a guest on this podcast, if you have a story to share in the comments, if you just want to tell me how this podcast has impacted you, play full out. Don't feel like you need to filter yourself or think that you're different than me or your beliefs are different than me. I don't care because I have probably smoked it, ingested it, or journeyed with it some point in my life. Whatever it is, I'm into it. I have dabbled in many different religious experiences, many different substance experiences, you name it, I've been there because the reality is when we play all out, we don't have rules. So I want you to play all out here. The next one is play intentionally. This game does not end. Every single comment that you make has an impact. Every single word you utter, every single share you make of this podcast and everything else in your life has an impact. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. These are universal rules. So play intentionally. If you're going to make a comment, make a word, anything else, do it on purpose because I don't think this game ends. I think we're here to play for the long run. And I love playing with people who are here for the big picture. Last one, play with me. I want to co-create this podcast. I want to answer the questions you have. I don't have an agenda. There's nothing I need to share here. This is for you and I want to do it with you. So if you've got ideas, I want to hear them. All right, so let's talk about the story. The story of Carter is not a very long one, and at the end of the day, it's not one I'm very attached to anymore. But the reason I'm going to share a little bit of my story here is to create clarity and the opportunity for connectedness, because I think stories are still a beautiful way that we can connect with other humans, because when we share the same experiences, we can get to the point faster. We can get to change faster when we feel understood, and part of that is by sharing our stories. So way back when, when Carter was a wee lad, I was unschooled. And the reason that I like to share this is because I think it had a very big impact on the way I view the world and the way that I approach problem solving, coaching, leadership, etc. What it taught me and what I still see playing out in my day to day life is that if you want to know something, you need to go find the person smart enough to teach you, ask them to teach you, invest in whatever that is and figure it out. Nobody told me everything you need to know is going to be in this textbook, Carter. At the very beginning, it was, what do you want to know? What do you want to accomplish? And how can we help you get the knowledge to do that? So that's been my entire life. Find the smartest person in the room, the smartest person that I know that knows something I want to know and ask them, invest in them, or somehow contribute to their life in a way so that they're willing to teach me, to gift me that knowledge in return. Another thing to note about my story is if you Google me, you're going to find some stuff, okay? I don't have time, nor do I have any interest in trying to find every shred of my footprint, digital or otherwise, and try to alter it to fit who I believe I am now. You're going to find a different name for me. You're going to find some cult activity that happened a long time ago. All of that stuff. You're also going to find things I've probably said in the past that I maybe don't believe anymore. So for me, as well as for everyone else in your life, I would encourage you to believe that every single day is a new opportunity to remake yourself, to reinvent yourself, and to stand up for who you want to choose to be today. If you want to know something about me, feel free to ask. But at the end of the day, I don't think it matters because today I'm here, I love you, and I want to help. The last thing I'll share is a little bit about my journey of coaching. It has been around six years, but I've been an entrepreneur for just about two decades. And I know that I look like I'm like a 12-year-old boy I promise I have been around the block a time or two, and each one of those experiences has led me to know something I didn't know before, and that's what I want to be able to share with you today. 
I've had the opportunity to coach in corporate settings. I've coached for companies like Google and Deloitte and Apple and you name it, big names. I've coached internationally. I've coached rock stars. I've coached homeless people. You name it, I've done it again. I did all of this not because I wanted to be able to brag about it or anything else. I did it because I wanted to learn. And everything I've learned, I'm going to try and put in the words on this podcast and I'm trying to keep it brief as much as I can. The last thing I'd like to share for my personal beliefs, and I won't get into these too often, but there is one that I don't think is going to change. And that is that freedom is everyone's birthright. And the reason that I believe that is because freedom has meant everything to me. And I hope that you will find the tools to create more freedom in your life. In my experience, freedom is options. Options is scale. It's evolution. It's the ability we have to create. And I think that that ability is innate within each human. And I'm here to help you with tools to accelerate that process so you can experience a greater level of freedom faster. All right. So that's basically the story. Anything else you want to know, feel free to reach out and ask me. Let's get into the warnings. Now, this is important. I am going to rate this as an adult show because like I said, I cuss like a sailor sometimes, especially when I get passionate. But there are a couple of warnings. There is going to be an invitation to integrity regardless of what I say or do. And this is something that happens all over the world. When someone is at a high level of integrity, people around them are encouraged to grow. When you want to grow, you're going to have to get uncomfortable. When you get uncomfortable, it's going to feel unsafe. And when you feel unsafe, your ego is likely to start to throw a fit. So I'm going to say some things, like I said, that are probably going to piss you off. The opportunity is here. The invitation is open. If you would like to step into integrity, I got a tribe of people. I call them my high vibe tribe. And we hang out and we do everything we can to live in 100% integrity every single day. Are we successful? Not all the time, but we do try. And if you want to be there, the invitation is open. If not, totally fine. Many other podcasts, many other ponds for you to swim in. The next thing I'd like to give you a warning on is the permanence of the knowledge that I'm going to share. Because of the way that I will communicate it and my knowledge of the quantum realm and things like that, you will not be able to unhear some things. And when you hear these things, you will have a level of responsibility to take action because of the knowledge. You are ultimately responsible for how you use all of the knowledge that I share. I'm going to share some really deep concepts on how to change your own mindset, how to help others around you change their mindsets. We're going to talk about sales, marketing, you name it. All of the tools I share in the wrong hands could be absolutely fatal to certain initiatives and probably even to certain people. And it's important that I state up front, everything you do is your responsibility. I'm here to give you knowledge. How you use it is up to you. Same thing could be said of chainsaws, if you know what I mean. Warning number three, nothing is absolute. Okay, I want you to know that I have one of the most fluid belief systems that you will ever find. Like I said earlier, if more information becomes available, I'm pretty ready to change my mind. If somebody can share with me something, somebody can show me a way that I might be in error, I think we're an evolutionary species and I'm always ready to change my mind. So in everything I say, I could be wrong. But what I want you to know is that I could also be right. And if I am right, do you want to risk it? Do you want to risk not taking action with the knowledge that's being shared? Warning number four, I will steal like an artist. 
and I will mix all kinds of metaphors. I speak in metaphors almost constantly, and I steal like an artist. And what does that mean to me? That means many people, thousands probably, have poured into my life over the years. Many teachers, many gurus. I've had the opportunity to sit at the feet of some of the wisest, most impressive people in the entire world, in my opinion. And they said things, and those things stuck in my brain. And sometimes I'm going to regurgitate them and not remember who said them. For whomever came up with these statements, I apologize in advance. But I think that most of the people that I know that care about getting this wisdom out care more that it's out than that they are attributed to it. So if you ever find something and you're like, hey, this is attributed to this person, feel free to share it in the comments. I would love to reconnect with the people that have impacted me so deeply. Last warning, it's going to be messy. Done is better than perfect is a phrase that one of my colleagues uses that I admire deeply. Done is better than perfect. This is evidenced by the fact that I am recording this late at night after a long day of work because I think it needs to be done more than I think it needs to look nice or feel very professional or anything else. The amount of tech stuff that I've had to go through to get this here is pretty significant, but I think it's better that it's done versus perfect. Last thing I'd like to leave you with is a bit of a story. So why is it called dragon taming? Well, I want you to imagine a village, if you will. Imagine a village a long time ago. Maybe this village is kind of like in the medieval ages. And this village is at the base of a mountain. A lot of people live in this village and everything's lovely. Until one day, a dragon comes to the village and makes his home in the mountains. And unfortunately, as dragons do, it gets hungry and it comes out and it finds food. And sometimes the food it finds is a little bit inconvenient to the village folk. So eventually, they just kind of accept that this dragon's bigger than them and it's going to take on their entire village. So they decide that they're going to hire someone to come in and take care of the dragon. So they hire themselves a dragon slayer and the dragon slayer comes and kills the dragon and everyone rejoices and the dragon slayer is paid a hefty sum and he goes away. And six months later, wouldn't you know it, a new dragon moves into the mountains, into the caves, and starts taking control of the village again, consuming its resources, and really terrorizing the village people again. So, what do the village people do? They decide, mm, maybe we better get that slayer back. Unfortunately, the slayer had had a terrible accident with another dragon, and it is no longer available. So they go to another town, and they find this little old man, and he's been a slayer his whole life, and he said he's given it up. And so they go, and the entire village goes, meets him at the pub, and says, Dear sir, please, please, can you come help us? We are being terrorized by a dragon, and we simply can't move on. He says, I don't think you understand. I've given up slaying dragons. It seems endless. One leaves, another comes in its place, another one comes in its place, two more in its place. It's an endless cycle, and I'm tired. But the village people persist. Please, please, without you, we probably won't have a village in much longer. So the man sits and thinks for a little bit, and he decides he knows enough about dragons that he might actually be able to do something besides kill it. Because there was one time when he was about to kill a dragon when he heard a faint voice, and he thought, maybe, maybe this dragon's just scared. Maybe it's just doing what nature told it to do. Maybe there's an opportunity to nurture something different. So the old man goes to the village, and he decides, hey, I've lived a long life, I'm done. At this point, I'm going to see if I can befriend this dragon. Because maybe if I can tame it, I won't have to kill it. And maybe if I don't kill it, 
the villagers will have someone to protect when the next dragon comes. So sure enough, the man goes up the mountain, and a few days later comes down the mountain riding on the back of that dragon. With his newfound skill of being able to tame dragons, he goes to each village and helps them to develop their own skills to understand the world of dragons and to get a dragon on their team. Because what he realized is a dragon that's alive and on your team is a whole lot better than one that's dead, especially when a bigger dragon comes around. And this story is basically why I do what I do. This story is something that was birthed out of a lot of different experiences with many different healers and therapists and a lot of people that really held the belief that your past and your trauma was something that needs to be healed, put in a box, forgiven, and forgotten. And I don't know if that's necessarily true all the time. I think some of the things that have been the worst parts of our life have the opportunity to be the most transformative, to be the most impactful, and to be the most powerful parts of ourselves, to help us develop our communities, to help us protect what we need to protect, to defend against bigger dragons, and ultimately to learn something about life. And that's that nothing needs to be killed. It's all part of the process. So this whole series, this entire podcast, and everything about it is going to be about taming your dragons, not slaying them. Because I think a dragon on your team and a healed version of trauma that's not necessarily forgotten, but has been transformed into something that you can use, rely on, learn from, lean into, and use ultimately as authority, is much more powerful than getting rid of those parts of ourselves that maybe we don't like or maybe that have terrorized people in the past, or have caused relationship damage, I think that we should live into it, and I think we should tame them. So, with the wrap-up of that story, I'm just going to give you a little bit of a preview of what's to come. Basically, I'm going to be sorting all of the content into three different categories. There's going to be an invitation to integrity, and this is really about developing the tamer, developing the person who is going to be the healer, who's going to step in, who's going to help other villages learn how to conquer these parts of themselves and to help them understand better. The next one is going to be about the tipping point of transformation. So this is really about the impact we have in the world around us. This is going to be mostly about what I would consider in my story, the townsfolk. And then the last category, my personal favorite, is going to be called fuck around and find out. And in my story, this is about the dragons. This is about the scary things no one wants to talk about. We're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about trauma. We're going to talk about these things from the lens of me. And I could be wrong. And I could be way off base. Or I could be right. And if I'm right, I'm very excited to go on this journey with you. One of the things I did pick up when I was doing a little bit of research, getting ready to launch this podcast, is you're supposed to have a sign-off phrase. So I'm going to start with this one. Be real. Be yourself. Change the world.